Welcome, friends. This is the Underground Writing Podcast for the week of July 16th, 2018. You're listening to the official version of the Underground Writing Podcast. I'm Matt Malian, Director of Underground Writing. And I'm Alvin Shim, producer for the Underground Writing Podcast. On our bi-weekly podcast, we read and discuss a piece of writing by an underground writing student and briefly update listeners about what's happening in the program as a whole. Because we're a creative writing program serving at-risk populations, we do not mention students by name. We hope you enjoy this edition of the podcast. Today I'll be reading a poem uh, entitled Dear America. And uh, this poem has been on my mind because we've used this prompt a lot in our workshops, discussing things that are going on, things that students uh, love or are frustrated with about the country. So this was written at one of our sites in juvenile detention. And it was written the day after the 2016 election. Dear America, you have the power to do whatever you want to do. I just want to let you know that whatever you do, you do it on your own. One day, you're going to find out that everything you're doing is not cool. Why do you care about the color of people? What does color do to you? I know that people mess up. But look at you. This piece, Dear America, by the student is sort of like a miniature anthem. And unfortunately, it's timeless in the sense that we have had these problems for a long time, Mm -hmm. from the start. Mm -hmm. And this poem, in our time of of struggle with immigration issues and and these sorts of things. Yeah, that reminds me of when when we went to the Ellis Island Museum with the Magnet Leaders Club and going through all the exhibits of our history, of our proud history of hating X group of people that came over with the same argument. They're going to take our jobs. They're going to, they're going to dilute our culture of purity. Um, they're not going to integrate well and become like us. They're not going to learn the language, et cetera. All these things that we hear ad nauseum about Mexican people at the border. And I found it fairly haunting. I mean, you have a bunch of relics. You have the rooms where people were discerned Mm-hmm. assessed right. to see if they were okay to stay and it was it was haunting and it was humbling and i and i personally felt uh, a mixture of emotions that left me confused and i was with a group of four students mm-hmm. you know they were you know uh, by turns sitting down and taking a break and i can only imagine what they were processing mm-hmm. i felt like i didn't want to ask them directly because i just wanted them to have that freedom to have that space and um and i Still don't fully know uh, the mixture of emotions in, in total that I felt, but definitely kind of more feeling more informed just by being in that space, more informed about the issues that are going on now in a different way, kind of in a in an embodied way mm-hmm. where I feel it more than it's just some like abstract academic discussion right. that's in the news. Right. Yeah. And I think. The poem, you know, this, the Dear America poem that this student has written, and we have a number of students that have written these poems, and we're hoping to put them in a small chapbook and mm-hmm. make it available uh, for people uh, later on. But this poem um, in the Dear America series, I, I think, is timely because it came right after the election. It's a response to that. but And it's timeless because I think uh, it'll be true. I hope it's not true in 20 years, but I, my, my guess is... And not even trying to be cynical, my guess is it will be accurate still. Mm-hmm. We will still have those struggles. Mm-hmm. I love that first line in the poem because it's it's 
completely true, and it almost seems like no, it it is an empowering way to start the the letter to this nation. You can do anything you want to do. You look, you can make decisions, and it's your prerogative. But you're gonna have to deal with the consequences. Having said that, why do you hate X, Y, and Z? What is what is the purpose here? What's the motive of discrimination for something as arbitrary as skin color? And I often think, and I could be wrong about this, but I often think that those kind of discriminatory actions that we see at large in in, in our community, mm-hmm. at large in the nation, really come from because things are kept in the abstract. Mm-hmm. You don't go and meet the neighbor next door who's of a different color, different culture, and get to know them, and therefore have your opinions changed. You just they're an abstract thing mm-hmm. that you can kind of put in a box and kind of treat as you want it and i think there are probably large portions of americans or anywhere in the world that that's that's kind of how those things are treated they're just ideas abstract and therefore once they can be categorized like that then you can do anything you want in a negative way Mm -hmm. i is it's i'm not sure i would call it a life motto but one of the things i keep returning to is this james baldwin quote he wrote this uh, in his book notes of a native son in 1955 and when I think about writing and when I think about advocacy and when I think about justice issues and the merging of those three things, maybe social writing, I don't know if I like that label, but in that kind of um, convergence of those streams, his quote says, I love America more than any other country in this world. And exactly for this reason, I insist on the right to criticize her perpetually. That's really come to mean a lot to mm-hmm. me. I, I think I... It's one of the things I keep returning to in this, particularly in this season of our our country's existence. What's going on in the world of underground writing? We just wrapped up the zine week at our YMCA Oasis Daylight Center site. The theme was uh, letters. So the students wrote letters, including Dear America pieces, mm-hmm. uh, but also letters to individuals or letters to imagined people or letters to an object even. Very fun week. And that zine, I think it's going to be released. Actually, by the time this podcast is released, it, it may have come out at the, the Oasis is doing an art auction to raise some funds oh, awesome. for Oasis. And that'll happen the 14th of July. Mm-hmm. So I think they're trying to get it out by then. But it was a good week. Also want to mention that, and I'll mention on the podcast once in a while, what our teachers are up to, our teaching writers, a great crew of people doing great creative work on their own outside of their teaching and outside of their other jobs. Our teacher, Suzanne, is going to be at Centrum, uh, which is the Port Townsend Writers Conference, and she'll be there July 15th to, uh, to the 22nd, and she'll be teaching alongside Bruce Beasley, who's her husband and an extremely fine poet. And also Ilya Kaminsky, who is a young, younger poet um, who's doing amazing things in the world of poetry and advocacy and being an editor and critic. Uh, and his new book, Deaf Republic, will be out in 2019 from Grey Wolf. Also, keep in mind that our June-July issue of the Underground Writing Newsletter just came out a couple days ago. And our teaching writer, Jennifer Morrison Hendricks, is talking about the trip we took to New York to see the play Miss You Like Hell. And it's also timely, too. She kind of um, weaves in some reflections on the current immigration issues that were the subject of the play, 
and are even now more than ever, more than they were even in April when we were there, uh, present and uh, urgent. And you can sign up for this regular newsletter on the Underground Reading website. I was just that lonely kid, always isolated, not appreciated, yeah, the people hated. I cannot give up, so I had to make a choice to give up on my life. Today's featured writing is from What No One Ever Tells You, Underground Writing's first anthology of student writing. The book is scheduled for release in fall 2018. We'll have another episode for you in a couple of weeks. Let us know what you thought about this program. Email us at info.undergroundwriting.org. Connect with us via our website, undergroundwriting.org. Spread the word about our work by mentioning us on Facebook or Twitter. The Underground Writing Podcast is recorded and produced by Alvin Shim and Underground Writing. Our current theme music for this podcast is provided by Luis Lopez and the Migrant Leaders Club in the Mount Vernon School District. I'm Alvin Shim. And I'm Matt Malian. Thanks for listening. People making peace so they kill them on the streets. Well, isn't that ironic? How can you and I believe in something that I've never seen? Place of faith on greater power that could have been a human being. I'm asking all these questions, but I'm only know I'm stretching religion, emotions. My goals have been oppressing. Deny that greater power, denial of my roots. Is there really a God? It's all what if it could. Life is full of false hopes of lies and